0: My name is Eileen O'Neill, and I'm representing Monaghan Toastmasters. I'm the Vice President of Education, or VPE, of Monaghan Toastmasters. And what that means is that I support the members in getting through their educational programme in Toastmasters, which is called Pathways. Well, so- that's
1: a good point to start, Pathways and, and Education. Uh, you, as a member, uh, will know all about it having gone along those pathways yourself and, and directing other people. The idea of uh, this uh, podcast, Eileen, is to, as you know, to encourage people who, who might want to become members. So getting to know about uh, your club and indeed uh, the clubs in general and what they do uh, is very useful. So you're the first education person we've had on. What, what does Toastmasters mean in context of all of that? Uh, uh, particularly with the the, uh, uh, idea of education within it.
0: Toastmasters is all about, it's an educational organisation and the purpose of it is to help people to gain confidence in speaking but not only confidence, clarity and purpose in speaking as well. A lot of us can ramble on and say an awful lot of words without really conveying a message to our audience. Toastmasters teaches us how to speak with purpose and give a message that the audience can take away. Also, another very important part of Toastmasters and a track that many people go down is the leadership track. So when you're in a Toastmasters club, you not only get an opportunity to speak, but you get an opportunity to listen, give feedback, organize meetings, take on projects, lead a team. And all of these things are done through the educational program, which is called Pathways. There are about 11 different paths. For instance, a very popular one is Presentation Mastery. There are in the region of 20 to 25 projects per path. And that brings you through a series of speaking objectives, whether that's to improve your vocal variety It could be to improve your presence, your visual presentation skills, or it could just be to improve the structure of your speech, which is, if you like, the foundation of good public speaking.
1: So there's a lot of talking, but very much an awful lot of listening, whether that's to yourself Or to the others around you. That's a crucial part of it that uh, I suppose maybe people say, oh, yeah, it's a talking shop, but it's talking uh, without listening to yourself is almost like a worthless exercise, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. That's so key to Toastmasters, Donna. Every meeting has an evaluation section, and the evaluation section, we spend as much time in evaluation as we do in speaking. So as a member, yes you'll be asked to give a speech for five to seven minutes and somebody else in the club is going to take on the role of giving you constructive and encouraging feedback on that speech and it's not about oh that was brilliant you did a great speech well done fantastic it's about finding the little golden nuggets that are going to help you to improve your speech the next time and in order to do that the evaluator has to practice their listening skills. And there are several other roles in a Toastmasters meeting where members practice their listening skills.
1: And we'll we'll get into those in a little while. What brought you into Toastmasters? Why did you join?
0: Well, way back in the early 2000s, I guess, and beyond that, I had heard of Toastmasters. And I was an extremely nervous speaker, and I mean extremely nervous. And I thought maybe Toastmasters would help me, but I felt too awkward and too exposed to go and join a club that I didn't know, because I just wouldn't overcome the fear of doing that. And then somebody in Enterprise Ireland, where I started our first club, said to me, it would be great to have a Toastmasters club at work. And I jumped on the idea of that. And when we started up the Toastmasters club in Enterprise Ireland, and we had support from loads of experienced Toastmasters, then I started to realise the power of Toastmasters and what it could do for employees in helping them to get a voice and in helping them to improve their presentation skills and be part of a whole group of people who are interested in the same thing and it worked and it's wonderful so we set up our club in 2013 and we're still going strong
1: and that's a specific type of club that is based around industry or based around a company as it were Uh, and yet the clubs that we're talking about offer similar training uh, but they're really for for dare I use the word the general public or anyone Uh, community clubs uh, and this Monaghan club for example a community club what was your experience with that as opposed to uh, the, the I can't say the daily grind of work but but there is a difference and I'm sure you recognize the difference
0: oh yes it the work club is very much it's an hour it's at lunchtime and it's very focused, very friendly, wonderful uh, club to be a part of. The Monaghan club is more social club. So we have people there from literally all walks of life. We have people who have come to Ireland from abroad, learning to improve their speaking skills. We have people who want to develop their career and their ability to do a good interview or do a presentation again. in in front of their employers to for for whatever reason Um, we have people who have joined to network and to become part of a club that has a positive attitude and just gives them a a platform to speak and get feedback and we have loads of members that are in in that section, if you like, Um, and yeah yeah it's I think. The other thing with Monaghan Toastmasters is that we meet for more than an hour. So typically the meetings will go on for an hour and a half. And indeed, they have been known to last for two hours as people stay back and have a chat after the meeting and just share stories. So it's very much a network of like-minded people who are interested in, again, public speaking. But all members still go to the Pathways Programme.
1: One of the aspects of of life in Toastmasters has been, and it's been Monaghan's experience particularly, it was formed basically as COVID uh, was uh, emerging. And uh, within and without that, it still uh, managed to have a, a certain amount of uh, meetings, uh, hybrid meetings, as they, as they talk about. Something else that uh, they can benefit from, which is uh, the sociability. There's been an opportunity to meet socially within the parameters of of uh, COVID, albeit. That's an important aspect that clubs offer and hope to offer more as, as time moves on with the, the COVID situation.
0: One of the first things that we did, and it was so exciting, is that we went to Dinkins Bakery in Monaghan and we had the use of their upstairs restaurant, which was gorgeous. They put on a beautiful afternoon tea for us all. And we had we had guests and entertainers and it was one of the most wonderful experiences because, as you said, we had formed Monaghan Toastmasters from a virtual background and this was the first time that we all met in person so it was really exciting and we'll continue to do more of that as you said it's a very important part of the club is to organise social outings
1: yeah we're looking forward to though it hasn't been defined as to when yet we're looking forward to a quiz Uh, were the usual quiz, which is another opportunity to meet members, maybe to encourage a little bit of funding and just to have a sociability around it all, especially after, as we say, being locked down for basically for for such a long time. That's another opportunity that clubs uh, engage in too, isn't it?
0: Yes, our president is actively working at the moment on a quiz night, and we're really looking forward to that. He hasn't launched the date yet, But he will shortly and uh, very excited and that's going to be open for anybody to come along to as well. That's the other thing about Monaghan Toastmasters and indeed any Toastmasters Club. Guests are welcome from anywhere at any time. You don't, we're not, we're totally inclusive so it doesn't matter where you are in life or where what country you've come from or what stage you're at or even if you're a member of another Toastmasters club everyone's welcome to come along and join in.
1: Well I certainly know that to, to be the experience in mollahan I uh, took a few looks before I joined or uh, rejoined the whole idea again and mollahan was a, an easy choice once the friendliness and warmth uh, was offered there. Uh, you do want to encourage uh, people to come in, new people to come in. One of the other benefits in the short term is that somebody you can dip your toe in without a uh, complete commitment it really is a good way of, of seeing what's going on isn't it
0: yes exactly you can come in you can come in virtually you can come into the hall that we meet in in monaghan town which is saint joseph's pastoral center on the broad road and we meet on a tuesday night Every second Tuesday night at eight o'clock, the first and third Tuesdays of the month. It's very welcoming and you can come in and just sit back and watch everything that's going on. Or if you like, you can take part in our tabletopic section, which is such a fun part of the meeting where somebody will just throw out a question at random and ask for people to give an answer. So this really tests our ability to speak impromptu or off the cuff and
1: it's lots of fun. Well, I'm glad you mentioned table topics because I'm stepping into that role as table topics master again. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you uh, to speak uh, because these are the general rules of of thumb, as it were, or or fingers, depending on which you wish to use. I'm going to ask you to speak on a particular subject. Uh, One minute has to be the minimum and up to two minutes. So once you get to the one minute, we'll give you uh, the buzzer, as it were and thereafter we will designate that you passed the test. So we'll ask the same question as we asked uh, basically to John and to uh, Idara, which is, can you describe what is an elephant?
0: Uh, An elephant can be a whole lot of different things. So if you look at the animal, an elephant is a massive, big, grey animal. And there's a family of them in Dublin Zoo, and if you haven't seen them, I would encourage anybody to go along, because they're one of the most communal breeds of animals that I have seen in Dublin Zoo. I love watching the elephants and they're all always full of fun. But then we talk about eating an elephant one bite at a time. So we use the word elephant lots in our everyday communication. And we use that one in Toastmasters because if you have a project to do in Pathways, for instance, it can be overwhelming. But we'll say to our members, it's like an elephant. You eat it one bite at a time. Why do we say that? Because an elephant is so big. Another thing we often say is we talk about the elephant in the room. We're all talking about how to solve this problem or that problem, but nobody is looking at the main big reason why there's a problem and it can often be because it's too awkward and nobody really wants to mention that do you know the elephant in the room is that that person is just a troublemaker nobody wants to say that but it's the real reason for the issue that's the elephant in the room and then of course we talk about a white elephant a white elephant being something that isn't true at all we're led to believe that we're led to believe that the earth is suddenly going to explode because we're all doing so much to disturb the earth is that a white elephant could be
1: you're brilliant yeah excellent uh when you mentioned about the elephant in the room being awkward and whatever i hope you weren't talking about me i'm deeply offended i'm leaving this room trump 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 i'm off to the circus uh, that's what elephants <laughs> do thank you eileen well done well done congratulations i uh, know we can't say well done I, i'm not going to give you the uh, evaluation on that we'll write it to you in, in the fullness of time thank you for embracing the the opportunity, as, as you might describe it, that's one of the roles that uh, is, uh, can be taken on by someone who comes to be a member, uh, the Topics Master. Uh, you mentioned a few others. What do you think is the most important or are they equally important when you come to take a role, say, as a, as a new member?
0: That's a very good question, Donna. And there are so many roles in Toastmasters and some of them are are more suited to new members than others. So as a new member, we always encourage people to do the ah counter role. Now there's a listening skill. You're listening to everybody who's speaking and counting the number of times you hear them using crutch words like, mmm and, so. (laughs) And one we laugh at a lot in Monaghan is deadly. I use it all the time. So a beginner can do that. Another good role for a beginner is the word master. Pick a word that's not that commonly used in everyday language and encourage members to use it as they speak. You as the word master, introduce that role, explain the meaning of it, use it in a sentence and then listen again right throughout the meeting to hear if the word is used. And at the end of the meeting, you give the thumbs up to everybody you heard using it. And one of the most beautiful roles that I love in Toastmasters, again, for starters, is the poet master. Pick a poet of your choice and read out that poem and share with the audience what that poem means for you. What a beautiful role. The other roles then uh, with Before very long, a new member will be delivering what we call your icebreaker. And that's your first speech. And it's four to six minutes on a topic of your choice about whatever you want. And the Pathways Programme will give you some guidance on how to structure that with a good strong opening and middle and a strong close with a purpose. What message do you want to leave your audience with? There are great roles for beginners starting in the Toastmasters Club. And then we move on to more experienced roles like evaluating a speech, evaluating the meeting as a whole, being the Toastmaster, who's the master of ceremonies for the meeting. So you can see there's lots of different roles. And then, of course, the Topics Master.
1: So plenty of roles to get your teeth into there, uh, or if you have teeth. And uh, lots to enjoy just watching all that partaking, because sometimes it's the watching uh, where the learning comes. Sometimes it's being in the middle of all of those particular roles. There is learning without doubt. I mean, I can express that from having gone through most, if not all of the roles and and probably a few more roles uh, as well. Breakfast role, I've I've gone to that role (laughs) too. Maybe not quite on the subject. However, We're talking, or ostensibly we're doing these podcasts to promote an open meeting that's coming up between the four clubs of uh, Cavan and Dundalk and Monaghan that's coming up on the 1st of March with Ted Corcoran who's giving a speech on how to give a speech or how to write a speech in 10 minutes. That's our our raison d'etre, as it were. Uh, So how does someone get involved in this particular open meeting? If they've never been involved before, even if they have for their Toastmasters, what's the route to this market, as it were?
0: There's lots of ways that you can register for the event. And I'd encourage anybody who is interested in public speaking to attend this because Ted Corcoran is a proven and welcoming, encouraging person in being able to explain how to give a structured speech and how to write it in 10 minutes you wouldn't think you could do that but listen to ted and you'll find out why you can join the meeting through eventbrite by registering there if you go onto to our facebook page you'll see the link from there if you email Monahan toastmasters at gmail.com you'll get it from there or just message us on facebook or any of our social media platforms and we'll get back to you so no excuse if you're interested in it just sign up you'll find us just look up Monaghan toastmasters on our website as well
1: and in the coming uh, weeks and months we ourselves will have regular meetings in saint joseph's that's where it'll be happening and uh, look out for us there too i suppose that's that's the best of encouragement Eileen, thank you very much for joining us on this podcast.
0: It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Donna.